0: I'm sure that you've heard the phrase, dating just to be dating. That's for the folks who are looking for relationships without first having a plan. Now, most guys have a plan when they ask a woman out, they plan to have sex with her. I mean, But for those who want more, you need to have a strategy in mind. One that will allow you to establish a foundation for a long-term relationship and build upon it. That's what we'll get into in this fourth and last installment of back-to-basics dating topics here on the Talk to Q Radio Show. This is Dating 401. Have a plan. Buckle
1: up. Hey,
0: what up, Q? What up, Radio World? What's going on, people? I want to welcome all of you to the Talk to Q radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And I'm coming to you live from the south side of the T2Q man cave. It is Tuesday, February the 8th, and this is episode number 981. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this show. Doing that will help expose me to more people on YouTube, Apple, and Spotify, and more places. So please take a second to do one, if not all three of those things, okay? I'm trying to get the 250 subscribers on YouTube, so help a brother out. And don't forget that those who participate live from the chat room will be eligible to win a Cash App prize towards the end of the show simply by commenting, but you must be present to win. Let me go to the T2Q virtual phone lines and and see who will be joining the mix this evening. Let me start here, the show me state of Missouri. And welcome back, Chandra. Shandra,
2: what's going on? I said, hey, Q, not much. You know, it's interesting because I'm not originally from the show me state, but that has definitely always been my motto. You got to show me, you know, so definitely (laughs) appreciate it. You know. Okay, okay. Where are you from originally? Uh Michigan, actually. I'm Michigan. originally from Michigan.
0: Okay, yeah. okay. The Wolverine state. Yes. yeah All right. All right. Well, welcome back. And
2: let's see. We'll I got a
0: show legend I gotta bring on. You know, the show legends are special. They get the big introduction and all. Not that you're not special, but show I'm working one. on the le- being Extra a legend. Special. I'm working on it. I
2: feel you. I feel you. You're doing your thing. <laughs>
0: From the 850 area code, the Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, making his way to the ring, the man in black, the Buckster. What's going on, Buck?
3: How's everybody doing this evening?
0: Doing well, man. How's it going with
3: you? Going good. I was actually born in the Show Me State, but I was raised in Mississippi, so.
0: Oh, there you go. We it it have this six degrees of separation, or whatever, whatever you call it. So, that's what's up. All right. I am now going to go to the Peach State of Georgia and welcome this young lady on for her first time. What's going on, T? Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you doing?
4: I'm good. I I am currently in Georgia, but I got to put on for the West Coast. I'm actually from California, so. Okay. California.
0: California. No doubt about it. All All right. right. And we're gonna have a packed house tonight. This gentleman just popped in from the land of Lincoln. I'll bring on the homie Seth. Seth, what's going on, man? What's up, man? How you feeling? Oh man, if I were any better, it'd be two of me. Right on. I don't think the world is ready for that.
1: <laughs> right on, right on.
0: So, okay, and I have a couple of more. Like one is having some technical difficulties. I will save her for last. And uh, I actually have another show legend who has not been in in a minute. I mean, it's been months since this dude been on. So let me bring this gentleman in in the mix. From the 601 Area Code, the Magnolia State of Mississippi, he plays a doctor on the radio. Please welcome Dr. Willis to the Talk to Q radio show. What's happening?
5: What's going on? What's going on, everybody?
3: The doctor's in the house tonight. <laughs>
5: That's right.
3: All
0: right. And the last person will be uh, who's currently residing in the Lone Star state of Texas. Now I welcome on Carrie the Camouflage Beauty. Carrie, what's going on?
6: Q, I am still having mic issues over here. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey y'all, I'm
0: here. There she goes. (laughs) All right, so we will go ahead and kick things off. Got people already in the chat room. Hello to Alana in Florida, Nikki in Mississippi, Quaylen in Georgia, Mr. Shelton in Mississippi. And we'll go ahead and make it do what it do. Okay, so... The first plan a person has to figure out in order to date some, date someone is, okay, where do I meet people? You know, where do I meet that next significant other? Where do I go and have a better chance of finding the right dating pool I'm looking for? Because, you know, a lot of people always say the dating pool got pee in it. You got to go somewhere where there's chlorine, okay? So ladies, let me start with you. And this is for whichever lady wants to chime in first. Ladies- Outside of online dating, where is a good place to meet decent men? And when I say decent, I mean someone that you would actually attach yourself to in a relationship.
4: Um, I can jump in. I literally moved across the country to meet mine. <laughs> um, so I, I think I could relate to the dating pool, having some, some tea in it. Cause back in the environment that I grew up in California, it wasn't, there weren't many eligible bachelors, even though I hate to use that term, but really, there weren't a whole lot of people that were one on my level, two shared similar interests and three interested in me. <laughs> that, mm,
0: that's that, important that, too.
4: That was, I, I'd be lying if I said that um, increasing my chances of finding my person wasn't a very, very large motivator for why I moved to Georgia. So.
0: Okay. You think California, as big as it is, would have options, but maybe that's not the case. You would think. <laughs> <laughs> Shandra, Carey, what do you all think is a good place for women to
6: meet men? So, I mean, so a lot of people are against work. Right. I'm not saying necessarily date somebody in your office, but I think that's a good place to start. Right. You know, they're employed. <laughs> you you kind of know what they do. Hopefully, uh, you know, they you have a good job. and So they have a good job as well. But honestly, you can meet people anywhere. I, I am not I don't take I don't take anything off the list. You know, family members are always going to try to hook you up with somebody. I know a lot of people are against the bars and the clubs and stuff like that. Uh, But you never know. I, I, you know, try to keep an open mind about it. Okay. All
0: right. Well, I I, I will say this. The one place you do not want to meet a significant other, never try to pick up on anybody at a family reunion. All right. All right. So (laughs) fellas outside of online dating, where's a good place to meet decent women? I mean, someone you'll, you know, take home to big mama. Seth, I'll start with
1: you. Where about? Oh boy, you know what? Um, I don't know, man. It's 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 so strange these days. You dig know what I'm saying? It's It seems like humans aren't made the same anymore. So, um, I would say a, a a good place that you can't go wrong, but you have to wait. You know, kind of wait and see what they get. Grocery store. You understand okay. the grocery store because you can walk past them. You can kind of see how they walk. You can see what they pick up and see what they don't pick up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I would say that.
0: All right. That's not a bad spot because if she's buying hot dogs and, and, and noodles and.
1: Oodles. And, the noodle.
0: Yeah. And, sure. and some of the cheap knockoff Kool-Aid packages. and right. Maybe she ain't ready for a relationship. I don't know. I ain't trying to judge. <laughs> But Buck, what were you getting ready to say, man? What do you think is a good place for a guy to meet a decent one?
3: I mean, it just really depends. I mean, anywhere really. You just have to you just have to weed out you know the weed out the ones that you know you shouldn't be talking to. But I mean, I've been successful. It could be grocery store, it could be nightclub, it could be it could be a restaurant. It doesn't matter. You know the you know the you know it just really depends on. You know what you're looking for um but you know just you just got to be careful about what you're doing you know because you know if you have the one thing i always say is you have to have a standard before you even start looking um there has to be you know you know i don't i don't want to put anything out there that you know may i would just say there needs to be somebody that's unique somebody that's different not like all the others so to speak. That's what I kind of look for. So you know, everybody has their own style and taste. So you know what you're looking for. You need to know that first before you go anywhere searching.
0: Okay. All right. So uh, let, let me let me ask this. Now this is back to the ladies. You meet a guy somewhere and you're feeling each other, okay? I mean, you're digging each other. He asked to take you out. And you say, yes. Now, this is not a meeting and greet. This is an actual first date. And Chandra, I'm going to start with you on this. As far as location goes, should the man plan the date? Should the woman make the decision on where to go?
2: Or should the decision be made together? Uh, again, I'm going I'm to uh, say this by saying I'm old school. So for me, if you ask me out on a date, my expectation is that you're planning that. So... For me, I would expect. Um, if you're asking me. You already kind of have in mind where you would like to go. Now, if you ask me where would I like to go, then I can, you know, make suggestions and things of that nature. But okay, I would expect balls in his court. It. All
0: right, mm-hmm. T. How do you feel? Do you think that um, the man should make the date, or should you do it together, or should the woman make the decision?
4: i'm never going to be the person to say that anything belongs solely to male or female woman or man whatever i think though the more important piece is like whatever the circumstances kind of can set the tone for how you move forward so like whatever their standard is if they're like i'm asking you out but because it's about you I want you to be the one to decide what you want to do, what you want while we're there, how the date goes, then let that be known. And then now I know like that's the expectation for our dates. And that could even open the door for a conversation. Is this how you know, if we go on future dates, do you feel the same way? Whereas like some people are like, I'm asking you out. So I'm going to choose what we're doing. I'm going to choose what's going to happen while we're there. And again, just let that be known. So I don't think it's anybody's responsibility per se. I think though, however it plays out should be a conversation about like, if that's now the expectation, is that the standard?
0: All right. And um, in the chat room. Nikki in Mississippi said, it depends. If he asks me, he wants to show me around, but Carrie, I'll let you break the tie. Shandra says he has to do it. T says it doesn't matter to her. What do you think?
6: So, I mean, it doesn't matter to me um, either. Right. But I feel like if you're asking, you should at least have some type of a plan. Don't, uh don't ask me and then say, Hey, but what do you want to do? You know um, at least come to the table with a conversation, right? Say, Hey, I, I, I want to go seafood. You're allergic to seafood, and like you know, like T says, it starts a conversation for future planning or future dates or whatever. But don't leave it solely on me. And if I ask, and then I'm gonna do the same for you, I think. But I ain't asking. So, <laughs> all right.
0: So, right, so Doctor Willis, if it's someone that you really like, you know, I mean, you know, I think some people, you know, they feel like if you're going to go out on a date. You have to entertain them for an extended period of time. I don't feel like that's the case. Maybe it should be an hour or two. I don't know. If it goes longer, then, you know, I guess it's not necessarily a bad thing. But how far um, how far, as far as the first date should it be planned in advance? So, in other words, if you ask her out on a Monday, Dr.
5: Willis, um, at what point do you actually have the date? Um, I think, I think that, that'll come with talking to her you know what i mean um like the ladies you know say you want to um you know if you're, if you're asking them out your goal is to impress the women you know what i'm saying or you know what I'm saying you want to make sure they have a good time and uh most of the time you know we try to be we try to take the lead and plan things but it can go wrong especially if you're doing stuff that they don't like or like you know um the young lady said if she's allergic to somewhere you, you're taking her so I think in this regard, you want to do the same thing. You want, you want to solicit information. You don't have to come out right and say, hey, look, you know, how far in advance do you want to, you know, you want you want to go out on a date, but you can you can intertwine that in, in the conversation and you can pick up on it, you know, like say if if I'm, I'm interested in the young lady and say, hey, look, you know, um, you know, I want to take you out, but uh, you know, how how's Friday? You know I'm saying? It may be Monday, you know. So I can I can solicit information that way without really having to come out and say, Hey, how, you know, how far down the road, you know, are, are we okay to go dating? So I think, I think that all can be uncovered through conversation
3: okay. and
5: same, same with, like I said, you know, where you go, what you do, you know, talk and ask those questions because you want to impress her. You want to make sure that she have a good time. If you're the one that's asking and hopefully vice versa, but uh, you know, it, you, you can uncover that through talk.
0: Okay. And Seth, what do you think, man? Is there a certain time frame from the moment you ask her out and she says yes to when you actually go out on a date?
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, I think you, just like she, will know if the chemistry is right. You, you get what I'm saying? I, I don't. I think we convolute things by waiting or beating around the bush. You dig? I think that. Um, where it all depends. If you're grown, if you know who you are, and an individual is attracted to the fact that you know who you are, and you're attracted to them knowing who they are, hey, listen, look, let, let's let's just go and you know, let, let's take a walk, you know, let's have a conversation, let's do this. I think when you put sometimes when you put too much thought into things, then your expectations are higher than reality and then you don't get what you were quote unquote looking for if it's in my opinion as long as it's natural and it's cool and and you know everything is organic it's no problem me personally that's what i think
2: okay i guess i'm confused Uh uh-huh go ahead because you you said it's not a meet and greet. See. which led me to believe that we've been talking or that we've been on a level of getting to know each other. So there's implied that, you know, we've had the kind of conversations, like I noticed in the chat, she's like, I'm not going out past nine. Um, So if you're, if it's a meet and greet, then, uh, you know, some of those things are spontaneous and you do that. But when you move to, I want to take you out, that implies one, that we've had some conversations about the kind of foods I like, the kind of things I like to do and you like to do and I like to do and and we've talked about what we have in common and and there's a plan being made based off of what we've shared. Now, if we don't know each other and this is a getting to know each other kind of date, then yeah, it's kind of, you know, let's see where it goes or what, what the day may take us, you know, let's go for a walk, let's go out for coffee. That implies a meet-and-greet to me, not That's a well date. Done. Like, a date is, hey, yeah, like, I know you on some level. You know, we've mm-hmm. been talking. We've seen each other either at work, whatever. Um, and then, you know, and if it's not like that, and this is your first time ever meeting and going on a date with that person, then you also get an idea if whoever asks what right. their... Where they're coming from, I guess. Like how much thought they put into it or didn't put into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if they don't ask you any questions about what you like and what you don't like, you know, that all of those things, you know, reveals information for you, whether it's through another conversation or, you know, whether or not this is what you want to, if this is somebody you want to go out on a date again. So I'm just trying to clarify, are we talking about like people you've been talking to or just like, I've, I've met you one day and then the next day you asking me on a date.
0: Okay. And, and you're right. I, and I assume and maybe I shouldn't assume that when people um, ask someone out on a date, they, had, they have had some kind of conversation on some level. Uh, but today, I don't know. Maybe it's not like that today. I'm not sure. I'm kind of <laughs> old saying, school. Before old
2: school, so I want to be clear. Yeah, because right. I know some people they meet and boom, they spending the night and moving in. But I think I think, think he is
4: on that one.
5: I think I think he, um, he he when he asked me that question, he had switched gears from the part where he said, uh, you know that that you know it's not a immediate read. Really and whatever, and then after you, after you ladies answered the question, then he switched gears and asked me that question. So I think that's probably where he got lost in translation. He had, uh, he probably, I think he kind of left that that question along, and then and asked me something new.
6: Yeah, yeah, but so I, I, I get what Chandra's going. You yeah,
5: probably got confused at, though. But um,
6: but, but it's I, an I, important part, though, if you really think about it. But yeah. she, what Chandra brought up, because when you're talking about just initially meeting somebody. You know, you want to have, that's why you have the conversation, right? Because somebody's dating standard at your meeting and yours may be completely different. You know, you're operating from one space and they're operating from another space. It automatically starts to be a turnoff there and it could just be a lost in translation, you know, kind of thing.
5: Right. All right.
0: Good points. Good points. So, all right. Back back to the ladies for a second. Ladies, you know every guy that asks you out wants to sleep with you. Okay. Some guys may want more than that, but you can assume that sex is the motivation behind him even asking you out in the first place. He was attracted. So it's kind of up to you to convey to him what what you want and to find out if he wants more than just sex from you, I guess. But ladies, where do you start with that? How do you how and when do you establish that the two of you are looking, you know, for the same thing. How how do you have that conversation? Is it something that you have to do early on, or do you do like a lot of people say these days, just go with the flow and vibe until it comes up organically?
2: I'm gonna say, and, and you know, I'm not gonna say a whole lot, but I'm gonna say, um, I think there needs to be clear uh, intention should be laid out and be clear on the front end. I think that, you know, um, it, and then that way we don't have no misunderstanding, no confusion. If you are like, I'm trying to find out what's what, and, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm cool with that. I'm trying to find out what's what. And when that changes, I'll let you know. Okay, then that's, that, that's cool. But if I have an intention on wanting to be married and have kids at a certain time frame, and you ain't looking like that or desiring that, then I need to know that because I don't even need to wait t- waste time with that because that's not... I'm not going to change your mind. Like people kill me with, um, you know, he don't want kids, but girl, I could change his mind. It, You know, that's what he say right now. Hmm. He don't want kids. Believe that. Hmm. And so to me, you lay out your intentions on the front end.
0: All right, ladies, T, Carrie, you all agree?
4: Yeah, I definitely agree. I also just feel as though, and this could just be coming from, the fact that i'm in a younger generation but also back when i was kind of single and experiencing that like we're new and figuring out what's going on with us i didn't have the level of self-esteem to do it the way that i can now say this is the way it should be done so i would say like yes i agree let your intentions be known and unfortunately i had to suffer the consequences of not doing that up front and also not identifying what his intentions were up front Because I just didn't have that level of self-esteem and self-confidence to ask those questions that were needed. So yeah, I think it's easier said than done, but at the end of the day, it's the better thing to do. Okay. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Go ahead.
6: No, go ahead and read Nikki's comment.
0: uh, Nikki said, "We can't just go with the flow, especially if you are a certain age. If you're looking for long-term, that needs to be stated on the front end. I don't want to waste your time, and I don't want mine." wasted.
6: And what were you going to say, Carrie? So, you know, I think it's important to, um, and and like T says, it's easier said than done. It takes practice, right? But it is important to state your intentions up front, but state your intentions ain't going to solve the problem, right? Because people could tell you anything. And so you have to have the discernment too, right? And the insight to kind of Wait, did I lose you guys. Why is everybody frozen right now? No, I got you. No, <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to develop a, a sense of discernment. uh, to to one know who you are and what you're willing to or ready to do. Um, you know, and honestly, you know, a lot of times we give guys a bad rep and say, you know the guys want to sleep with the woman. Sometimes the chick just want to sleep with you too. That's just the yep. world we live in right yep. now, right? So, you know, sometimes that's just what that woman may be looking for as well and, 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 and still playing games as well. So unfortunately, um, you know, I think a lot of times we, we say men are uh, we have to express our intentions to men because their intentions are not necessarily good. Um, yes, they may want to have sex and that may be the end of it. But I, I believe that where we are right now in society, you're seeing a shift in that as well. And women are out here doing the same things. A different age, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So
4: really. So, really fellas, sorry. Go ahead, T. Go I just ahead. want to kind of comment on that too. I think a big issue with society is that we tag the judgments to the fact that people are genuinely just looking for sexual experiences. I don't necessarily know that that's a bad thing if those are if those intentions are established up front. I feel as though you absolutely should know yourself and identify that you are not a person that is looking for a relationship and let that be known. And then if you do, are you really playing games? If you say upfront, I'm not looking for a relationship, I am simply looking for someone who I can engage in these sexual experiences with. And then you find someone who's also looking for the same thing. Is that bad? Is that negative? Is Are you still playing games? You know what I mean? I think we put too much of a judgment on that, which is what causes the stigma behind it, which creates people's kind of hesitance to acknowledge those things. I think if that's what it is, say that that's what it is and accept and honor that about yourself. I think that's more honorable than being like, people, I'm not going to be able to find that if I say that, so now I have to act like that's not really what my intentions are. I think that's where the games get played.
6: But if you go deeper than that too, T, think about it. I mean, women are not taught to express themselves sexually, you know, with sexual freedom in that aspect, right? So there are labels that come along with that. And like you talked about earlier, that kind of stuff damages self-esteem and self-worth over time. And so a lot of times, you know, we, we as women sometimes play games, especially when you're younger and you know, you don't really know yourself at the time, we play games ourselves going to the table right? Because we are afraid to express what it is that we may truly want. Sometimes we just want to experience, but we don't know how to say that without some shame associated with it, right? Or so, you know, how is he going to look at me um, if if I express that to him? So I think, that's, I think that's a great point,
4: actually. Right. And I agree. But I also think the conversation of if you're just looking for sex, whether it's men or women, then you're playing games or the like using the verbiage, like, oh, you're not ready or you're, you know, whatever verbiage, ties a negative connotation to just wanting to engage in sexual relationships contributes to people, both men and women, not feeling safe to acknowledge that about themselves and to be willing to express that about themselves. That's more so the part that I'm talking about. Like, I think as a society, we talk down about it and then we are talking down to it, contributes to it continuing, if that makes sense. But
2: I think... I agree. I, and I know I'm, I'm sure Q want to move on. I agree with you T, but I think where the that negative connotation come in is that someone expressed the intention of wanting a relationship with you, you saying you don't want, or, or you want a relationship too, when technically all you want is to have a sexual experience and there's this disconnect. So yes, now the person who wanted a relationship is going to say, that about people when they, when, after we've had these fights and fights and fights, and then it comes out, well, all I wanted was this, yes, it, it's, it's aligning those two, right? I think once we align those two, because there are women that just want to have sex, go find her. I ain't her. Go find her. You know, there are, there are men who want a relationship. Go find him because he ain't him, mm-hmm. Right. And I think when, but the thing is, is when I talk about intentions, I think you need to walk away when you, when that person clearly stays to you and people don't because of chemistry and and sexual attraction and all of that. When he tell you, or she tell you, I'm not looking for anything serious. And you be like, mm, I'm going to show her I'm the best thing that ever came across her. You know how many times, right? So and you're already saying like, dude, I'm not looking for anything. And he like, mm, I'm going to show you how, what a good man look like. I've never said, I don't know what a good man look like. You just not the good, or I'm not looking for a good man right now. So, you know, but they think they can convince you, whether it's a male or female, they think they convince you to change your mind. And it's like our, our intentions are misaligned. So mm-hmm. at that point, somebody has to have the personal courage to walk away and end it, but they don't. That. I 100% agree
4: with. I just think as a whole in general society needs to be better at creating a safer space for people to announce their true intentions. I think oh, that's mm-hmm. where the issue Okay, goes. so once we get I, better at that, then those intentions will probably be one explained more and to heard more and people will be willing to acknowledge this is what you're telling me. This is what you mean. If that's not what I want, I'm going to keep it pushing and let you find what you want.
1: So to your point, the thing is, is that that's not society's responsibility. That's the individual's responsibility. So instead of trying to change a society as a whole, you have to vibe with the groups that you want to rock with. You get what I mean? Because society is going to be what it is, no matter the generation. You get what I mean? I think when individuals take that their uh, personal responsibilities with themselves as far as how they want to carry themselves and walk in their own truth, they won't have to worry about what the rest of the world think because they say, hey, look, I want to be a freak. I'm a find a freak. You get what I'm saying? I'm not going to walk a certain way and expect people to treat me a certain way because I'm presenting something different. You you get what I mean? So society is always going to be out of line. Always. Go ahead, Q, man. My fault.
0: No, no, this is good. I just wish I had some popcorn. (laughs) This is a good discussion. I I think that, um, and that's, you know, the purpose of this show, to get people who have various opinions so everyone can give their perspective, you know? So I, I think this is really good. Good dialogue, but um, I, w- I will go into n- to the next question. There's a few more questions and we'll get ready to shut things down, so question number eight. <laughs> uh, I'll start with the fellas, and Buck, let me go to you. I haven't heard from you in a while, Buck. So, Buck, you know, you date, right. her, you date her a few times and the two of you agree that you're going to become exclusive. You're going to try to see where this thing goes long term, okay? Uh, something that I don't think a lot of guys really have in mind when they finally get the woman that they want is how they plan to keep her. So, I mean, how do you plan to keep the woman once you get her?
3: Keep, I mean, keep doing, (laughs) Uh keep doing the same things you've been doing. Sorry about that. Keep doing the things you've been doing that have been successful. Um, you know, keep doing the things that you know make y'all make y'all happy. Keep doing the little things. A lot of times, a lot of people try to do big things and try to go up above and beyond. And really, you know, in the grand scheme of things, it's the little things that really kind of keep them around. And um, as long as you guys are doing the little things, those are the things that you actually remember. And if it's a long-term relationship you grow old together and things of that nature. It's the little things that you're going to remember. It's not, not going to be so much of the big things. So as long as you continue to do the things that make you guys happy, that's the most important. So just keep doing what you've been doing, you know, maybe turn it up a little bit and, you know, just see where it goes. I mean, because you know, you, if it's going to be long term, you're going to continue to do the things that's going to make you guys happy.
0: Okay. Seth, what do you think, man? How do you, uh... How do you keep her once you get her
1: well i would say one of the keys is um listening to them right instead of trying to necessarily love individuals the way you want to be loved try loving them the way they want to be loved hmm. you know what i mean and if you do that then that means you're listening and you're showing a certain level of appreciation, and so, like my man was saying, you you know just stay consistent, right? But you are being willing to put someone first. You see, every day something a little bit here, but you're loving someone. And instead of expecting them to love you a certain way, expecting you need to do this and you need to do this for me. If you just say to yourself, I need to do this for her. I need to do this for her. And then that's it. And if she can't dig it, it ain't the one. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. And Quailen in Georgia said communication and consideration. Mm -hmm. Nikki says what happens if people get comfortable and they think that they don't have to do that anymore.
1: Now. now that hold on that <laughs> sir <laughs> now that right there is the individual's fault okay mm. by keeping the standard low enough for someone to step over if that makes sense so if it stays a certain level high enough that person that wants to be with you are going to consistently and constantly reach for it but if it's this low all right it's nothing that's light work you see. So I would say don't put an individual in a situation where they feel comfortable. That's all. Mm.
5: Okay. Dr. Willis, how do you keep? Them? I I you know, I agree with what the fellows said. Uh, you know, both gentlemen said, and I'll go a step further. I'll say that um uh, it's not only consistency, but you gotta have a mixed bag, you gotta mix it up because consistency is going to only get you so far you know what i mean before it become monotonous so you got to be able to um you got to be able to mix it up and you don't have to be anything extravagant you know what i'm saying i always tell like the younger guys you know make make loving your woman fun you know what i'm saying what can i do today you know what i'm saying And, and you know make it fun for yourself but in terms of the woman I think that women women love languages mostly uh and, and you know everybody's not the same but the majority of women love language is affirmation if you're affirming to that woman that you love her that she's the only one you see um that right there is going to keep that's going that's going to uh kind of ease away her fears then you start planning dates then you do you know what I'm saying make it fun to save for a trip somewhere you know what i mean i mean you know, it don't have to be, like I said, it don't have to be anything because while you're waiting on that trip, you know, save up for that trip, you know, make a date at the park, picnic at the park or something, you know, what I'm saying, in between, you know. Just, you know, just have a mixed bag because you don't want the relationship to become stale and monotonous, you know what I'm saying, just doing the same old thing all the time, thinking that that's, that's okay and that's 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 enough, you know, um, and we don't want it to make like a relationship is work either you know what i mean like i said all this stuff should be fun for you should be things that you want to do um you know and 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 i think that your lady will appreciate that more when you when you keep it you know when you keep her off balance and she don't know what what's coming next if you become predictable and she know all right well he's gonna come home and you know he's gonna just plop on the couch and wait for me to give him dinner and stuff like that you know um you know, that, that gets old real quick. You come home, you surprise her. You know what I'm saying? Baby, you sit down. Let me get you dinner tonight. You know, something just, just switch it up. You
1: know, a hey, you know, you know, big will. I will say one thing, though, um, just a caveat to what you said. I think it's important to be bilingual, meaning yeah. know your love language and love theirs, because I've yeah. never heard all the females that all have the same one, but you have to be willing. To yeah like, oh wait, yours words of affirmation, mine is acts of kindness, or your is, is, is you get what I mean? But yeah, yeah. the thing is we have to be willing to hear that, right. that we can have that yeah. conversation and, and
4: you're
5: see, saying you're
1: exactly the same thing that I'm right, saying. Right. I know hers. Right. But the thing right. is, is I believe we can't expect them to all speak the same language. Oh no, no, I Right, right. So we got to be really ready, ready, excuse me, to hear something different say, okay, right. I need to get smart on my uh, uh my my time, right? right. My quality time a little bit better because that's how she wants to be loved, you see,
5: exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. And
5: uh, and that's where that's why I had um, you know, coming in with that disclaimer, you know, I'm saying that it's not every woman's <laughs> your love language, you got to learn your woman, you got to know your woman, but whatever her love language is, indulge in that. Listen, like you said, listen. And, uh, you know, and and build on that. If you build on that, then uh, I can't see how you're going to go wrong. All
0: right. And I think um, all of you made some very good points. I think you made some very good points, and I agree with all of it, especially the listening part. Uh, but I also I, I want to add that I think if, if you're in a serious relationship, you got to show her that uh, she's secure in the relationship. But what I mean by that, not just Her being exclusive so to speak but also you got to make sure that um you know you can try to secure her as far as she's not gonna have to struggle i mean we know life happens but you gotta work hard to try to make sure that doesn't happen try to be prepared you know think ahead you know have life insurance you know
1: that's important man Um, listen look you're talking about financial security man and i can dig it but i think majority well not majority excuse me because i don't want to throw that but um Mm-hmm. There's some men that can be financially secure, but they're physically and mentally insecure, so they can't keep that woman because they have not yet got to the point of maturity yet to know how to and or even want to. You get what I'm saying? So, I mean, I get
0: that. I mean, this is assuming that they're doing the things that you all mentioned okay. as well, right? On you know, but you're you're spot on about that. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think that um, that's just important too because I there's some people who who yeah they know how to get women they know how to maybe hang on to them for a little bit but it's like where are you going you know are you going to have to move in with her or are you you not have a, a a job or you know what i'm saying have some have something in mind do you want kids how are you gonna take care of them you know if you have kids or she has kids how are you gonna take care of them i just think you got to have something in mind before you just jump into it all right because if you know if you're date if you're a guy And you're dating a woman and she has three kids. At some points, those are going to be your kids. All right. You know, so how are you going to take care of them? You know, and so I I just think that you have to really put some thought into certain situations, so to speak. (laughs) But I mean, to the ladies, what about, um, let me go back to the chat room for a second. I'm going to ask the ladies as far as keeping a man. And she says, my great aunt and uncle just celebrated 60 years. Good Lord, it's a long time. He still opens the door for her. He still pulls out a chair. She still makes coffee for him in the morning. She still has his robe ready after church. Okay. So they're just doing what they've been doing. And Lana in Florida agrees with Seth to spot on Seth. And so, but ladies, I mean, is it pretty much the same thing for you all when it comes to men? Listening, communicating, all that stuff the guys said? Love languages?
4: Um. Essentially, uh, I don't know that it's fair to identify that there's any like specific traits that will keep every man. But I think that's why the listening and the communication is so important is because every individual is going to be different. And if the goal is long term, you also have to be like willing to accept that that individual. Is gonna be different over the years. Hopefully, you would hope that they would grow and develop over the course of the year. So, being willing to adjust and shift, and you know, be flexible and be patient and learn and grow constantly throughout the relationship in order to be able to still meet their needs.
0: Okay, Carrie, Chandra, anything y'all t- want to add?
4: Yeah.
6: So, uh, you know, T hit it on the head. Uh, that's the word I was going to use and say flexibility. I, I hope that the person I'm dating now is not the same person in 10 years, you know, so they're going to grow. And and I hope that I'm vulnerable enough uh, and, and humble enough to grow with them. You see, because a lot of times we stay together and we've been doing the same things we've been doing. The relationship doesn't work because one person outpaces the other. That's where that communication comes in, right? You have to be able to pull that person into your into your plan, into your vision, you know, especially on a, a from a female standpoint, in my mind, you know, in, in a, a traditional heterosexual relationship, a lot of times um, we put the pressure or the burden on the man to develop this vision and these plans that we're supposed to follow suit. Um, and unfortunately, that doesn't necessarily work for everybody uh, anymore. And so you have to have those conversations. You have to know your partner. You have to know what works for that person, what doesn't work for that person. And uh, it, it takes consistency. Communication, uh, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever been in any type of long-term relationship. I I, I heard, uh, I think Dr. Will said earlier, like, relationships shouldn't be work, but they are, right? And and, and I feel like it requires a certain level of work because if, if I have a, a 401k option or I have a garden or I have a, you know what I mean? We spend an hour and a half getting the right outfit ready to do something special. Relationships are work. Anything that you invest your time in, you're gonna get the payoff. And unfortunately, I think my experience is a lot of times men say, Oh, it should be fun and easy. It's not, it's constant development, you know what I mean? It shouldn't be painful, you know what I'm saying? All work ain't gotta be painful, but it definitely requires work because it takes a concentrated, um, deliberate effort, I think, to make it to make it work long term.
2: All right. I Good wanted chef. to add if if I can cue. Um, I think I think what Seth said well I think what each of the gentlemen said were really key and I wrote down some because these are things when I did marriage counseling that I definitely talked about that consistency putting and the one that I really wanted to hone in on was putting putting that person first and that's where I feel like many people fail that we don't understand what that means to put someone first. It doesn't mean that you know I have to starve so that you can eat but it means you are in my thoughts when I make decisions or I don't make a decision without you being a part of that. And many people don't do that. They only look at what I want, right? And so they don't know how to put people first because a lot of times they have never been put first, you know, as a child and things of that nature. So they don't know how to put someone first because they've never been put first. But that is key. If you're talking about keeping a marriage together or a relationship, sorry, Went back to an uh, old life, um, but, you know, it's definitely, it's about putting that person first, meaning whatever, how is this going to affect us? How is this going to affect the unit? How is this going to affect the kids? How is this going to affect what we're trying to build? And if I can't have that thought in mind when I'm making decisions, when I'm moving through my day and how I want to make your life easier, how I want, you know, us to grow, if I but you're not a part of my thought when I'm making decisions, then it's already going to be set up for
0: failure. Mm. I'm Great. loving
1: that. And, and you know, IQ, if I can add just something real small, man, I think that is so important is when you want to have a long lasting relationship, be willing, especially for the brothers out there, be willing to push yourself to communicate tangible goals you get what I mean? Just, instead of just saying shit, you know, put something on paper and say together, this is what we can do, right? And then see if they can dig it. You right? If they can't, cool. But something that is realistic, right? But that you can really see that if both of you put effort in, you both can become debt free together. You both can be happy together. Hey, you both can do that. You know that that fitness plan together you get what i mean it's something Mm -hmm. tangible and saying i love you so much i'm willing to help change your life or i love you so much i'm willing to do the things that i probably wouldn't have wanted to do but because of you i'm willing to do that right but be able to push yourself for that other person i think that can help
6: hey let me say this and and so seth made a very good point and, and chandra hit the nail on the head and i think Uh, what they're saying uh, one thing we we probably didn't mention in here was like that constant forgiveness see because what happens Mm. is we're operating from a pace of hurt so well i don't feel like you did this for me or you're not putting in as much work so i'm not either and when you consistently operate from that place you're always going to just step start stepping backwards you know what i mean so it takes constant forgiving because relationships also come with problems and if you're really committed to this person and to this union, whatever that union may be, you have to de- you have to decide for yourself, okay, when when am I going to let go, forgive, and truly move on? If you hold on to those hurt feelings or those things that happen, it's, it's just done right there. You know, you could be together for a long time and you see a lot of people in these long-term relationships that are super unhappy because they're building up from all the past hurts that has happened before and they're re-traumatizing themselves and their partner every day in that relationship.
5: And I'm, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to say, going on a limb, uh, it may not be a popular opinion, but I, I still say that we need to eradicate the the idea that being in a relationship is work. Anytime you're moving, you're you're doing work. Anytime you're spending energy, you're doing work. Um, so we need to eradicate that doing something that'll make my partner feel good is work, <laughs> All right. Because as long as you got that mindset, you know what I'm saying, there, there's going to come a time when, you know, uh, um, resentment and things like that start to creep in, which leads to arguments, which leads to, you know, the end of a relationship and things like that. If if me getting up, taking the trash out, which is my responsibility or one of our responsibilities, doesn't matter, but if that, if we're looking at it as, as work, instead of, you know a responsibility that needs to be done. You know, i saying. I mean, just just thinking of it in in just small different difference like so, that.
1: It, it, it's word association. That's all. Right. But, but word all.
5: association is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Like going to
1: the gym, I'm working out. you day what right. I'm saying, right.
5: you working out. But <laughs> right. yes, if you if you if yeah, but coach, I, I, you I, coach, I, you I, don't want to go to the gym. I think you, it, well, you know. What I'm saying you're not going to get up and go. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, but if you think in terms of, hey, I need to be healthier, you know, I need to be, you know what I'm saying, uh, I, I need to be, a, you know, be, I, I need to feel good about myself. And guess what? Saying that, instead of going to work out, is going to get you to the gym. You See what I'm saying? So, I you know it's, 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 it's words, you know what I'm saying, but sometimes words does matter, you know what I mean? Um,
3: I would never look at... it. Do, it, do, it, it does matter, I mean... I look at it like this. you got to make it fun. Everything should be fun in a relationship where you can have, you know, joy and laughter and have fun with it and make it well, memorable. You know, I,
2: mean, you, I, mean, so. and I, yeah. I
3: wouldn't necessarily call it. I wouldn't call a relationship being work. It's, it's got to be fun. You've got to be enjoyable. I mean, it could be something simple. Yeah, it's, uh, taking out trash, like I'm going to use what, your analogy here, taking out trash may be a responsibility, but what, what if we make it fun when we're taking out the trash? You know, maybe I, you know, go and take it out of the trash, and I'm go in and, you know, say something silly or something while I'm taking it out of the trash to make it fun and enjoyable. You know, something to make it other than just a chore. You know, the dishes, you thing. might want to throw a little water in here. up Well, we got, it well, got. That's the thing because we live in a society where it's not
2: thing. fun. And if we if got we, to, try if to make we, it fun well i understand what you're trying to say and i get i get what both of you are saying and i think that you know whether you say invest time and invest effort or you say it's work or whatever there's a lot of energy there is a sharing of energy that has to happen right Mm -hmm. and so whether you want to call it work whether you want to call it fun but the moment you think that it's only supposed to be fun because we're talking about a mindset now then the moment that it stopped being fun then i get to exit because i'm no longer fun and that and, and, and that right there is like what what do we build all this for if the right. only thing and then, then when when it's only fun, then how do we and how how do I express to you that you hurt me in a way that ain't fun?
5: Right. How but do I'm, I make that fun? I'm not personally looking at it in terms of fun and things like that, you know what I'm saying? For me, it's more it's more about um um thinking positive, you know what I'm saying? Uh uh changing the mindset of things because here's here's the thing though. You know, like I said in the beginning, if you're thinking of it as work, now you're putting yourself in a mood. You know what I'm saying? Um, me getting up, you know what I'm saying? Trying three or four different outfits to go to an event with you. You know what I'm saying? I, if if I think about, oh man, here we go. That's gonna be work. I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a mood behind that. But if I'm if I'm like, you know what? I want to match a fly or something like that. You know, change just change how I think about it. I'm going to try on every outfit that I possibly can that's going to look good with you, that's going to compliment you. And I'm not going to think twice about it. Yeah, it's going to be work because we're spending energy. Uh, so I'm not looking at work in terms of energy, in terms of, you know, um, you got to put forth an effort and things like that. I'm saying that it should never be looked at as work. If you love that person, it's never work. You know, but I, see, I, I, I'll, give you, I'll give you one, uh, one thing and I'll let you speak. It. It's like it's a person just, on the job. Yeah. A person that enjoys, that enjoys what they do would never consider their job work.
1: No wait, but at the same time, they get a chance to benefit from the fruits of their labor.
6: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So right.
1: the fact that you're putting in that time, however, if you're happy or not, into mm-hmm. someone else outside of you, you're, seeing, you're enjoying the fruit by looking at their face. But right? you're the yeah. you their appreciation. Exactly. Other than that, yo ass would have been yourself. You know, happy. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I yeah. think it's how we define right. the word, right.
6: right? Work doesn't necessarily mean something negative, and and so, right. like I, like Chandra said, you can relabel it effort. Okay, relationship requires effort. You know, if you don't want to call it work, so um, you know, nothing right. gets you, Doctor Will. Uh, I've heard other guys say this to, to me specifically before, like a relationship should be fun. You see, that's when the relationship is going well the work and the effort really comes in when it's not going well or to maintain it to not you know to not go bad or to repair it once it's gone that way and so yeah. if you if you only expect it to be fun all the time and to be up all the time the moment it's not fun it's going to become uh yeah but i too, i would never you know? say that though.
5: i never said it, it's, it's fun all the time <laughs> no
6: no we know it's not no no i'm not saying you said that what i'm saying just just for anyone out there listen i think for me that's why i don't just focus on uh, just the fun aspect and that's why I said work doesn't to me the effort you put in a relationship doesn't have to be painful right, right. Um, but it does require a, 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 a focused effort it's not yeah. winging it for me I have to wake yeah. up and consider this person I have to do things that I may not Maybe want to do or like normal. to do and he's gonna do the same that requires me to step way outside of me sometimes you know what I mean like I got to go watch the Super Bowl game I don't want to go watch the game but I'm gonna go watch it because that's what that person wants to do and make a a bomb meal to go with it just to just because that's supporting your your person and i'm pretty sure when i want to do something he's exactly he's gonna have to mm -hmm. get dressed up and put on a tie and go do something for me that he may not want to do it's Mm -hmm. effort you know it's just but it's it's mutual though
4: i feel like the the key is like what since we're using the term work and the term job right i think The goal is to take a relationship from being a job and turn it into what most people would think of when they hear the term career, right? When you start your own career, regardless of what that is, there are going to be things, even when it's going well. For example, right now, Quentin and I are selling the gift baskets like he sold you guys last week. The orders were coming in and it, it it's it's work, but it, that, it's only work because it's busy and because it's going well. So sometimes even that takes a lot of effort, even that takes a lot of work. But at the end of the day, it's like, mm, the fruit that comes out of it, which I think is what Seth said, is what makes it worth it, right? Whether it's going good, whether it's going bad, if you have the goal in mind or the plan, such as the episode, in mind and you already know what the point is that you're trying to get out of it or what fruit you're supposed to be getting from the work that you're putting in it makes it a lot easier regardless of what phase you're in
1: and hold on let's not forget this too. make sure you're not planting the wrong seed expecting a different fruit then it becomes work you dig Now you that (laughs) part, and that's all. That's what I was gonna say, man. And 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 look, you're watering shit, and you're like, wait a minute, I'm getting watermelons. You fool, and you expecting bananas. You get what I'm saying? So why you keep doing the same (laughs) thing? You feel me? But that's when you
2: have misaligned goals and misaligned, misaligned intentions. I think you know one of. I want a relationship to be fun too, or not painful or not work. I want the, all of that too. But the key is is if we don't lay a foundation and that's talking about our values, mm-hmm. our beliefs, what our drives are, what what the foundation is on the beginning and really understand each other. Like that's mm-hmm. an that's an assignment. Like that is real talk. Talk about what are your core values, what are your you know, worldviews, like what are those big things? Because you know what? You guys, you could be having fun all day long. And it's not anything between the two of you a hurricane can hit. And guess what? How you guys manage yep. stress and destruction can be totally different. And it had yeah. nothing to do with the fun you was having in the relationship. It's an external thing that will destroy your relationship because you weren't prepared because you didn't talk about the tough stuff on the front
1: end. And pandemic. Yeah, right. And yes, yeah, absolutely right. And one mm-hmm. other thing I will say, too, um, it it kind of goes back to Carrie's point, though. Sometimes we are willing, or and I think it was Chandra. I'm sorry, that was, we want to change the fruit of other individuals because we want to work to try to make them something to something that they're not. You get what I mean? Then it really becomes work, work. And here you are trying to, you know, uh, burn calories, trying to change somebody's life when they don't want to be changed. You know what I'm saying? They just want to be loved and appreciated. You see? But that's all I got. What you got, But yeah.
6: that's that job you want to quit at that point, right? That's the job you hate to go to right. every day. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, you be dreading. Right. We sorry, Q. We,
6: yeah. appreciate, oh. you. Yeah, we appreciate you. We took over the show. It's going to be a two-hour show. I mean, I'm
2: a it. We, we sorry, but, and man,
1: we appreciate you. Hey, it's awesome, us. we do. Then you filing for unemployment or, or in the military, <laughs> <laughs> the like, ah, You ain't got no other
4: to
2: do <laughs>
1: <laughs> <before Yeah>.
0: <laughs>
2: Oh man. And here chimed in. <laughs> he said balance
0: fun and work, joy and pain. Lana said, I think everyone is on the same page, just some don't want to use the word work. It's about how to continue on when something intense comes up
5: that's unexpected.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I want to clarify it is
5: a little deeper than the word work, though. I think it's a whole mindset. Yeah. Um and, and I hear I heard everybody's uh, opinion on that. Um I'm a, I'm a agree to disagree on this. <laughs> I think though that if you if you change you change the word, that's just the word. You also have to change the mindset. Um, uh-huh. Let's let's use love. I mean, sometimes you're gonna be happy. You're gonna have to do things that you just don't want to do in a relationship. That requires love. That's that's hey, <laughs> all right. I love this woman. Or I love this man mm-hmm. so much that I'm willing to do this. You know what I'm saying? That ain't work. That's that's just love. Um, but when you come from a love mindset. Then it will it will work. I think it'll, it'll last longer. But when you come from a work mindset, then that's exactly what it is work.
2: I, I okay. think, yeah. come from a deficit a mind a, a deficit mindset. Then it, then it feels like I'm working to get to the end goal or you know that that prize at the but end. But if deficit, I come from a a, a a gratitude uh, mindset, then then none of this becomes you know it doesn't feel. Like anything other than, I, I can I can I can dig it. I can see both. I can see both mm-hmm. points of view. I think that it does have to be a mindset shift, but it also has to be in behavior. Yeah. So let me
5: just go, change because I because you I think you I think you hit right. You just said elegantly what I was trying to say. So let's say let's say uh, uh um, the the mindset is work right. If if you're if you're saying we, I got to work on this or we got to work on that. You're speaking from a deficit. Yeah. But if you say, hey, I love this person enough to do this, even though I don't want to, now that takes on a whole new meaning. And now you it makes you want to do those things more so than okay, it's work. You speak from a deficit. I don't want to do it. Chances are you probably ain't gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Or it's gonna lead to an argument.
1: And, and then Will, you know the other part is to, to your point, you, you're either working on something or working in something. You what I'm saying? So you're working on it, or, or you're working in it? Like, for example, for example, if I'm in a relationship that I see is worthy of it, I'm a natural hustler, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna do whatever I got to do because I'm hustling for what I want. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? In it versus now I'm behind and I'm working to get to where well, I want to be. Let's, let's hustle
5: on that relationship. You yes, work. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I, I, like I said, work comes with a whole other construct a whole other mindset, whole other whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I love that word. Challenge is just a deficit. You know what I'm saying? But hustling, hustling is not a deficit. If you think about it in street terms or whatever terms, hustling means you have to get it. That you know you're adding to. You're 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 doing what it takes. That is a whole lot. That's a whole lot different from the word work and the mindset of work. I know y'all don't see it right now, but just
2: think on it.
1: Think on it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what it is?
2: Hey, he's he going to make
1: us get his point. <laughs> all right,
2: Dr. Love, we go back down for a yes. moment. You know, right. I don't think you're know, going to change all our mindsets. Life, hey. life, uh, versus, and we all say the same thing, just using different words. So I do agree. When you work from a, a mindset of deficit versus gratitude, your energy is very different. And so I can, I can appreciate that. So I'm
0: going to say, well, let me go ahead and jump in here. Uh, Cause y'all talking about work. I got to go to work tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a great conversation. The chat room is really booming. Everyone's really enjoying this. And I think it's been an awesome discussion. I I really appreciate it. I do have one last quick question though. One, One last quick question. And this is for whoever wants to answer, especially those who have kids. Um, you know, we're talking about having a plan when it comes to dating. Uh, when you let the person you're dating meet your kids? Okay, whether it's he or she, how do you decide when someone is uh, ready to meet your kids?
1: When they're apparent material.
5: I to say when they're comfortable, only because you can wait. You know, the person you're dealing with is going to show you a representative until they're ready to show you their real selves. So. There's no right or wrong answer. I mean, I probably do it the first day I meet you or something, you know what I'm saying? But I would, I would actually say that, you know, when you're at the point where you feel like you're comfortable and safe with this person you're dealing with. All right. But like I said, though, I know some people who've been dating for six, seven months and haven't introduced their kids. And then as soon as they do, you know, you hear stories about, you know what I'm saying? You know, not even taking your child out to a store and slapping them around or going down the hall or something, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, you know, you, you're never know never a person's true intention until they're to you. So that's that's a hard question to answer, but you have to be comfortable with yourself to allow somebody to see your kids. And that can take on any any time frame, I guess. Uh, preferably longer than a, a month or so into it, but, you know, you never know.
4: Um. This might be contrary to popular opinion, but um, personally, I just always believe that it's beneficial to have a genuine platonic friendship with someone prior to entering into a romantic relationship with them. And I think even more so if you have children, because that lessens this like idea or this notion of I'm just bringing my kids around the next person and then the next person and then the next person when you're jumping into these relationships with people that you genuinely don't really know. So I think if you're building friendships with with these people, one, it kind of takes away that whole need to put on a mask. And so it lessens the amount of time that that it takes to actually get to know that person. And then two, whether things work out with you romantically or not, that's not... um, like your romantic relationship with that child has less of a is less impacted or sorry your romantic relationship with that person is, has a less of an impact on their relationship with the child because at the end of the day if you're building a friend people bring their friends around their children all the time and then that kind of gives you a way to like know like oh okay like this is how they interact with my kids this is how their relationship is kind of developing and that can kind of be a benefit to whether or not you want to move forward with the romantic relationship, if
1: that makes sense. And you. I think it depends on if they have children or not already. You get what I'm saying? Because you can kind of watch and see how they handle theirs and, say, and kind of gauge. Like, yeah, okay, cool. I can see that. I'm like, wait a minute. Nope. That ain't it. You know what I'm saying? So I think it depends.
0: Okay. D chimed in in the chat room said, once I'm comfortable with that person, unless it's a friend to to boyfriend relationship then they probably already met your kid but say someone off of a dating app I definitely need to be comfortable alright good stuff so I'll go ahead and get ready to, to wrap things up and next Tuesday well this is great I hope next week is just as good next Tuesday we'll discuss why some people seem to dwell in the past when it comes to relationships why can't I leave my ex alone That's on Tuesday, February the 15th at 7.30 p.m. Central Time here on the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just opinions. You can inbox me on social media or email me at TalkToQNow at gmail.com if you wish to RSVP for that show. And um, I think I already have like three people who have RSVP'd already. So, uh, all right. So we'll get to final thoughts. And... uh, I want to go ahead and do this giveaway, because like I said, everyone in the chat room has been great, so let me go ahead and do this giveaway for this cash app, and let's see. Everyone should be able to see the screen here, so here we go. This is for everyone who commented in the chat room this evening. Quaylen. all right. Quaylen, are you there? You got to be present for me so I'm gonna need you to comment in the chat room. Let me know that you're there. or if not, I'm gonna have to draw another name. Right. So, so Quaylen, I give you a moment. Okay, so like I said, next week, we have uh, why do I leave why can't I leave my ex alone? Also, I have a, another giveaway for the 11th birthday show on February the 20th, which is a Sunday actually and you can win some exclusive artwork for that so you can win that exclusive piece of art from the new renaissance studios simply by participating in the chat room on that special sunday um, edition of the talk to q radio show celebrating 11 years on the air and quailen said run me my money <laughs> all right bro so inbox me on facebook with your cash app man and i'll send that over to you Congratulations. And Nikki won last week. She said she enjoyed her lunch. And so, all right, final thoughts. And we'll try to make this quick. And I want to keep everyone. I definitely appreciate all of your contributions to tonight's show. So we'll wrap up with our final thoughts. And, Buck, I'll start with you, man. Go ahead and lay it down with your final thoughts.
3: And this is a really good show. I mean, everybody have really good points tonight. <clears throat> and, you know, coming from so many different backgrounds, it was just really awesome to hear Um, when it comes to relationships, there needs to be a level of consistency. There needs to be a lot of communication and there needs to be a lot of listening. I think, I think we touched on all of those tonight. Um, they're very important. If you keep a level of consistency, I think it helps, but it also, you also need to keep it fresh. Um, and that way your relationship stays strong. You need to build a really good foundation. Um, take your time with it at first, when you're getting to know somebody. Build a good, solid foundation. So when you start off on, uh, in, in that mindset, things typically go well. Um, you know, take what you're listening like and, you know, apply it to your particular situation. I think when you do those things, I mean, you heard so much good content tonight. I think, you know, people can really draw off this and really can be able to apply it you know, in their own situations, in their own ways. So great show tonight and everybody enjoy the rest of your week.
0: I appreciate that, sir. Thank you very much. Dr. Willis, what you got, man?
5: All right. A uh, couple of comments. Uh, one thing we didn't touch on is that before you, the very first thing you should consider uh, before you start dating is if you can afford to date. You don't always have to spend money and things like that, but it's still costs to date. All right. Um, so that should be the first thing, actually. Um, the second thing I wanted to talk about is, you know, if if you understand where relationships are going on a macro level, then it can help you on a micro level. Uh, and I, I say that because you know we just the last 20 years we just we just moved from the um, from the, what I what I call the uh, instant gratification phase of relationships and dating to now we entered into this phase where I like to call the uh, assembly line, you know, as long as everything is good, you stay on that belt. But when things go wrong, then guess what? You get ejected and it's on to the next person. So if you understand what, what phase we're in right now, it'll help a little bit to combat, you know, at the micro level. And I think I think that's why a lot of relationships, you know, what I'm saying are, are the way they are right now, because we are in that particular phase. Uh, and let me see. that was, that was one other sorry, one other point I wanted to make. And I'm drawing a, a, a brain fart right now, <laughs> but um, it's all good. I will say that, uh, just to keep it short, I enjoyed uh, conversing with each and every one of you guys. Uh, you know, I hope to get back on as regular, uh, like I you know was back in the past. So, you know, freeing up my schedule now to do that. So, hope to enjoy you guys next week and many more weeks to <laughs> come.
0: All right, I appreciate you, man. And Chandra, what you got?
2: You know, i So. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um one of the things that I always talk about is um we build our house upside down. And you know, a house, you know, can't withstand that kind of pressure. So if you build your house right side up, you know, then creating a foundation, putting the right pillars in, um, then it can withstand anything. But when you build it on sex and fun and all of those, the roof, right? The 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 icing on the top, then it's liable to cave in on itself. And so if we build our house the right way, um, it stands a greater chance of withstanding any storm. And so that's just my thought. And I enjoyed being on the show with everybody. You guys are awesome. So
0: thank you very much. And Carrie, what you got?
6: Yeah, I don't have much. Hey Q, thanks for having me on the show. Great time, great conversation as always. Tonight was tonight was definitely really good. Um, honestly, for me, I say slow and steady wins the race. Uh, you know, no need to rush this thing. Uh take your time, get to know yourself. Um, both part both parties get to know yourselves first before you start dating. Understand what your what you value and what your values are, and and have that constant uh communication and flexibility, and then I think you'll be all right.
0: Thank you very much. T, final thoughts, please, ma'am.
4: Um, I think the title of the show is just be added upon. So, yes, have a plan, but know the plan, share the plan, and then just build the plan. At the end of the day, that's what matters. Be willing to pivot when necessary, but if you always go back to what the plan is or the end goal, then you should be okay.
0: All right. Okay, and let's see. Last but not least go to Seth. What you got, man?
1: Yo. First, again, man, thank you. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity and everybody else. Y'all super, super dope, right? Great conversation. Keep it real quick, especially since it's uh, February. Look, y'all, black love is as real as you make it. Period. That's it.
0: Mm. Okay. Well, look, I appreciate all of you. And Nikki, I agree. I think the panel is great. This has been a great show this is something i'm probably gonna turn around and listen to tomorrow <laughs> right off the bat because i think some of the things you all discussed tonight can be topic for future shows so uh yeah i really enjoyed the discussion that's why i kind of just laid back in the cut sipped on my water over here and uh soaked it all in but i want to thank um everyone for checking out this episode the talk to q radio show stay tuned for future shows because i have more giveaways coming up i'm giving away more cash to a lucky chat room participant next week and i'll be giving away that one-of-a-kind painting courtesy of new renaissance um on sunday february the 20th at 2 p.m eastern and you must be present in the chat room to win any of these prizes follow me on tiktok at talk to q now Um, you can follow me on youtube and everything else social media at talk to q so i hope that you all enjoy the rest of your week you've been watching the talk to q radio show Peace out.